Hello and welcome to the Yeshua Judaism series of podcasts. Today's podcast will discuss the New Testament book of Acts and the fact that the book of Acts may be the most important writing in the New Testament. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, we'll delve into that as we uh, enter into the podcast. It's entitled Facts from Acts, the importance of the Acts basis, and that's what I call it, the Acts basis. Traditional Christian and Messianic leaders almost unanimously promote the idea that the book of Acts is little more than a record of the earliest history of the church or an introduction to the Apostle Paul while downplaying its doctrinal significance. The mere fact that Acts is the most pristine and near-to-date recording of the actual practices, assumptions, and doctrinal beliefs of the very first followers of Yeshua the Messiah is a fact that should cause the book of Acts to be looked upon with extreme respect and to be considered perhaps the most valuable of all books in the New Testament. Why do so many people implicitly lessen the importance of studying and mimicking the character and practices of the very first followers of Messiah? Why are people slyly steered away from viewing the book of Acts as the most supreme example of doctrinal truth that there is in existence relative to the, quote, Christian, unquote, faith? Well, there are obvious reasons, which you are about to discover. It is very rare to find Christian pastors or Messianic rabbis who promote the book of Acts as a crucial book, which defines or clarifies the most essential foundational principles of the true New Testament faith. Except for the Gospels, the book of Acts is the most important of all New Testament writings. At the very least, it is among the most important for the reasons which I will identify within this short discussion. Christianity focuses upon the more difficult writings. The most common book Christianity labels as foundational is perhaps the Apostle Paul's epistle to the Romans. The Gospel of John is also considered by most Christians and Christian leaders to be foundational. In fact, it is common to hear Christians boldly state that all a person needs to understand biblical principles is the Gospel of John and the Roman Epistle. Incidentally, these two commonly exalted writings of the New Testament are also among the most difficult to properly understand. To properly understand the Gospel of John and Paul's Epistle to the Romans, one must have a substantial knowledge of Torah, particularly oral Torah, and the Hebraic mind. In a separate discussion, I prove the legitimacy and importance of oral Torah and how it is actually necessary for a proper understanding of the true faith of the New Testament. Since most Christians and Messianics possess little or no knowledge of these necessary ingredients, that is, Torah or oral Torah, they are dependent upon their leaders to educate them. Those leaders, by the way, are themselves ignorant of Torah. 
Therefore, indoctrination into the errors of Christianity and the manipulative power of Christianity's religious leadership are assured. The dependency Christians place upon their leaders, in short, guarantees indoctrination and manipulation by those leaders. Since very few Christian pastors have the necessary background knowledge, they never properly interpret the Gospel of John or the Epistle of Paul to the Romans. Even worse, a small percentage of Messianic rabbis may have some Torah knowledge, yet directly contradict it by falsifying the concept of Messiah. Frankly, the same misinterpretation errors, for the same reasons, occur as Christian leaders misrepresent the entire New Testament. Sadly, those leaders generally continue to echo the centuries-old errors of the pagan Roman Christianity dogmas, such as the God-in-the-flesh idolatry and the rejection, or in most cases, faulty interpretation of the Torah. Christianity is a classic case of the blind leading the blind. The same problem exists to a lesser extent even within most current Messianic groups. This is because many, if not most, current Messianic groups or leaders originate from Christianity's pagan Roman cesspool. Therefore, they interpret from the same basis as traditional Christian leaders. That is why I sometimes label such Messianic groups counterfeit Messianics and do so without apology. Though they claim knowledge of Torah and the Hebraic way, they wrongly filter that alleged knowledge through their biased, pagan Roman personal mindset. The reason why Christianity downplays the importance of Acts. What is the real reason? I very much disagree with the implicit widespread lessening of importance placed upon the book of Acts and feel a novice believer can largely grasp all the basics of salvation and godly living from the simple and precise information found only in Acts. Now, when I say all the basics, I do indeed mean just the basic of the basics. I often wonder if Christian and counterfeit messianic leadership's avoidance of focus upon the book of Acts as a foundational writing has an ominous and obvious motive. I question if the motivation behind the refusal by Christian and counterfeit messianic leaders to promote Acts' clear and precise gospel message is because within the pages of the book of Acts, Yeshua, or Jesus, is never presented as being God in the flesh. None of the people within the book of Acts who responded to the the message ever acknowledged him as God in the flesh, and therefore Yeshua, or Jesus, clearly is not God in the flesh. Furthermore, the book of Acts shows demonstrably that those who followed Yeshua practiced a faith of and in Messiah that was undeniably pro-Torah, which is exactly the opposite of Roman-based Christianity's anti-Torah foundational practices. These facts are devastating to the Trinity doctrine or any other doctrine that promotes Yeshua's deity. Therefore, in order to perpetuate the false doctrines of the paganized church, 
Christianity must steer people away from the book of Acts as being a source of foundational doctrines. Acts is the clearest presentation of the foundational principles of the true faith of the New Testament and the faith of and in Yeshua that can be found anywhere within the New Testament. No other New Testament writing comes even close to the book of Acts in terms of its clarity and breadth of, do- of information. How often has your pastor or Messianic rabbi revealed that fact? The Acts basis. Acts is the only writing within the New Testament in which you will find all of the following. Number one. Entire sermons are recorded to assembled crowds, both Jew and non-Jew, in which the gospel message was presented with the intent of soliciting from the listeners a total embrace of that message. These sermons were presented from scratch to individuals with little or no prior understanding. Therefore, the gospel message or the message of the New Testament was being presented in a basic yet complete redemptive form necessary for for full recognition of the foundational principles. Number two, there are also direct appeals to specific individuals to accept the gospel of the kingdom message of the New Testament. Number three, there are presentations to the very highest Jewish spiritual leaders as well as highly placed Romans And those presentations are recorded in which the apostles put forth the defense of truth. And again, that is in the book of Acts. Number four, the actions of hearing, believing, repentance, confession, and baptism of the respondents to the message is recorded in the book of Acts along with their understanding of Yeshua and the true faith. Number five, the actual day that the believers gathered to worship and hear the message is recorded. That day was the Sabbath. It was not Sunday. Number six, the foundational beliefs of the apostles and their unambiguous personal embrace of Torah are clearly shown. Acts, therefore, provides a basis for understanding the correct personal beliefs of all of Yeshua's followers and thus all of their writings especially those written by the Apostle Paul, which are falsely promoted by Christianity as teaching against the Torah. Search as you may, it is difficult to find any Christian or Messianic leader who will apply the necessary principle of the Acts basis for their understanding of the epistles or of the Gospels. Number seven, the actual Christology that is, the requirements one must accept regarding the person and mission of Yeshua, is recorded in the book of Acts. And note, those requirements never include that a person must believe him to be God in the flesh. Never. And number eight, in short, there is no other New Testament book that presents all of the points that I just itemized. No other book. Other New Testament writings may present with less clarity some of the points, but the book of Acts, far and away, 
is the most explicit and complete foundational presentation of the gospel message in the entire New Testament canon of Scripture. And perhaps of greatest importance, the book of Acts is also very easily understood. For the reasons I just stated, Acts is a thorn in the side of those who wish to promote the God-in-the-flesh deity of Yeshua and who claim that the Torah or law is abolished. Christianity's effort to eliminate the problem that the book of Acts presents. The only way to avoid the problems itemized above is to remove the thorn. Since Christian leaders can't strip the book of Acts from the New Testament, they do the next best thing. They redirect the sincere yet misinformed Christian or Messianic to other more complex writings while diminishing the perception of the book of Acts in the minds of their followers from being the best source of foundational foundational principles of the faith to being simply a book of historic relevance. Those leaders persuade sincere Christians and Messianics that an individual must look elsewhere other than the book of Acts for foundational doctrines while, at the same time, deceiving those same trusting believers into accepting unexplainable, believe-it-or-be-damned, and ridiculous mysteries to, that allegedly prove that Messiah is God in the flesh. Similarly, those leaders direct focus, they direct the focus of their listeners to confusing and faulty theological discussions of Torah instead of the clearly understood examples in the book of Acts, which irrefutably show that all apostles kept and, caught and taught the Torah. They kept and taught observance and pursuit of the Torah, all of the the believers in the New Testament, all of the apostles. So, when the Acts basis is used, Yeshua the Messiah is clearly shown to not be God, and Torah is clearly shown to be endorsed and advocated for all followers of Messiah. I stress again that within the complete presentations and responses recorded in the book of Acts, in which all the points that I discussed above are included, Yeshua the Messiah is never presented as being God. None of those who responded to the message ever acknowledged Him to be God. And therefore, Yeshua the Messiah clearly is not God. The book of Acts destroys the idolatrous God-in-the-flesh teaching. Acts, when it is properly elevated to the position of doctrinal prominence that it deserves, deals a mortal blow to virtually all of the various false doctrines which present Yeshua or Jesus as God and that present Torah as being abolished. It is for this reason leaders of Christianity as well as some Messianic leaders hope you never recognize the book of Acts as the foundational book, the foundational set of writings that it actually is. Here again, I will repeat the facts that Christian and counterfeit Messianic leaders hope you never discover. Number one, there is not one single recorded example of conversion in the book of Acts 
where a follower of Yeshua or Jesus was told that he or she must acknowledge Yeshua is God in order to be saved. Not one single example. Number two, there is not one single recorded example of conversion in Acts where the person being baptized into the true New Testament faith stated during their conversion that they believed Yeshua to be God. Not one single example of anyone who was converted stating their belief that Yeshua the Messiah is God. Number three, yet traditional Christianity teaches and requires that a person must accept Yeshua is the Creator God. Number four, counterfeit Messianic groups also often require that a person accept that Yeshua is the Creator God. So why is this? Now let me, let me go back to, to number one and two again. As I said, there is not one single example recorded in the book of Acts, one single example of conversion, where a follower of Yeshua who converted was ever told that he or she must acknowledge that Messiah is God in order to be saved. There's not one example, people. There's also not a single example recorded where a, a convert ever stated during their conversion that they believe that Messiah is God. Not one single example. Go read it for yourself. There's not one. And yet, both Christianity and counterfeit messianism requires that a person believe Messiah is God. So why is this? Why does traditional Christianity and its Judaic-dressed false messianic daughter make belief in Yeshua as God a fundamental requirement of salvation, even though it is nowhere stated as a requirement in any conversion examples in the entire book of Acts? There are numerous examples where someone within the writings of Acts stated their belief in Yeshua as the Son of God or as Messiah, but never, I repeat, never were they asked to state, nor did they state that they believe Yeshua to be God. Read the book of Acts yourself if you doubt this. Please let common sense and reasoning of what Scripture states dictate your belief. Do not allow yourself to be victimized by unexplainable blind faith fear tactics that you are told you must accept or you will, quote, go to hell, end quote. Do not be intimidated into a state of spiritual slavery by your Christian and counterfeit messianic leaders. And thank you for listening, and goodbye.